1: You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com tire Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: What well, good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. My boy DJ Hoochman's out, of course, uh the old Pro Bowler. You can hear on Up On Game on weekends on Fox Sports Radio with me, Doug Gottlieb. You can check me out in the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, three to five Eastern, twelve to two Pacific. Anyway, we got you for the next couple hours as we're reacting to a hope you had a Merry Christmas. Getting ready for a happy Happy New Year. Um Hoosh, Christmas this year, we not only got hoops, we got football as well, and then the Christmas Eve slate. There's a there's a metric ton to get to. But when we look back, if if we were to look back and say, hey, what was the biggest thing that happened this weekend other than Santa completing his task? What would it be?
3: <laughs> Man, it would be the way Green Bay, at least for me, has gotten back into the playoff picture off that terrible start. And then on the flip side, like, what is going on with the Dolphins and Tua? Like, you start off the season so well, and now you look like you can't even play the quarterback position. Like, some of those interceptions, like, what are you doing? And so, for me, it's Green Bay's uh, revitalization and what's going on with the Dolphins.
2: Well, I mean, like, look, if we look back and we remember – Okay, there was that those weird when they play in Miami in September, things are weird, right? Like the Bills melted in the heat and still probably could have gotten a last second field goal. Uh, The Patriots, they they've been a mess offensively anyway, but that game was as much about the defense as was the offense. Um, But you know those wins in the middle of the season. I mean, look at those teams: Steelers who are starting to figure it out, Lions who are starting to figure it out. Bears, Browns, Texans, like, they beat bad teams. They play good teams. And he doesn't look like he's – it looks like Brian Flores was right. That's that's what it looks like.
3: I, I would say, when I look at it, it's probably somewhere – like, he looked so good, Doug, to start the season. He looked really good. And, and I felt like going into the season with a new head coach, with – Tyree Hill coming on board, that he would be better. And he has been better. But it's almost as if once they played the San Francisco 49ers, and it was first play of the game, they scored. It's like, oh, okay, here they go. After that game, he's completely fallen off. Like you're gonna have adversity. You're you're gonna have that. And it and it seems as if once he hit that bump in the road. He couldn't really overcome it because they lose to the Niners, then they lose to the Chargers, and then things start to snowball. Competitive game to the Bills, and, and it's, just, it's just snowballing. But, but, I, but I felt like, you know, just watching that game, I, I, I felt like the turning point in the game was when it was 20-10 to 10 just before halftime and Mostert fumbled. I felt like that was a turning point in the game because they had a chance – to go up 17 or at worst 13 points. They didn't score a point the rest of the way.
2: No, and then, you know, the interceptions in the second half. Uh you just you can't win if you turn the ball over that much, especially against Aaron Rodgers, who they look better. Uh they look great, but they look better. And um that's a team that was so in need of it. That that's a quality win. Now they had the Vikings and the Lions back to back weeks to to climb into the playoffs. Where you would think they'd be dangerous, with the exception of the, like the Niners would be the matchup that would uh, that would be the the crazy one. Okay, what about Tampa's win last night? That was a bizarre one. <laughs> you, you got you got the Rams and Baker Mayfield lighting up the world, or the Broncos completely quitting. Like that thing is that thing is done. Um, you, you have a, a lot of others. You have the, the Cowboys who. Uh, had a lead, fell behind, ended up beating the Eagles, albeit the Eagles without Jalen Hurts. When you watch Eagles-Cowboys, uh, what's what's your, as from the football eye, what's your takeaway? The
3: Eagles turned the ball over four times. Eagles are playing with a backup quarterback, and I felt the Eagles should have won that game. Third and 30, like <laughs> third and 30? One of the best corners in the game in Darius Slay. Felt like he was getting help over the top. um, 33. I don't know who 33 was. I just know his last name was Scott. Maybe it was Josiah Scott, but I'm not certain. And they complete a third and 30 to T.Y. Hilton. Four Like, everything went the Cowboys' way in that game. Playing against the backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. And they escape with a victory. But on the flip side, first game of the season – the Eagles played Cooper Rushing, a backup quarterback, and they escaped with the victory. And so, the Cowboys look good, but the the Eagles, man, they just have a really, really good team. If Jalen Hurts is playing, the way they played certain coverages, they, they wouldn't do that with Hurts because he would take off and run. And, and so, this is going to be at least for me interesting once the playoff starts. I believe everybody's like, oh, we want to play the Bucks, But do you really with Brady under center? The, the way the Bucs have looked, um, they'll be one and done in the playoffs. It, it just looks that way to me. But it was for me this weekend. I literally just as soon as the game started, I didn't move but to eat. No, it was, it, um, I was just glued to the television all weekend.
2: It's, it's amazing because we have that again this weekend, right, where we have the 31st and the 1st. We have the, the national semifinals on Saturday, and then Sunday we'll have some bowl games but a ton of NFL. Like, is there a way in which we could do this every year where Christmas is on a, on a weekend? Like, that was ama- that was <laughs> It amazing. was the best. Was like, can we just kind of jimmy-rig the calendar from now on? We don't need leap years or to move the days whatever. Just always Christmas on a Sunday. That way our Saturday uh, – you know that that way our saturday is filled with with christmas eve games like those are those are great then we get the chargers colts tonight we got lakers news with anthony davis out indefinitely with a stress reaction we got some baseball stuff this is a carlos correa trade a carlos correa deal uh may may go up in some, a second carlos correa contract uh may be void because of something within the physical like man there's a lot of lot, a lot of stuff and then you have crowning of the chiefs um, can Deshaun Watson play anymore right? I haven't even gotten with you about what what like what you do if you're the jets what do you do if you're what do you do if you're the jets
3: if you're the if you're the jets it it it, it sucks to say it. It, it seems as if it doesn't seem as if Zach Wilson has lost his confidence <laughs> in it and I, I feel bad for him to be honest with you because when you go to New York. And the crowd is reacting off of what has happened. Meaning, they didn't want him in the game because once he got benched and and Mike White was named a starter, Mike White played pretty well. And so, in that weather, like, guy, y'all y'all see the weather they're playing in, right? Like, it's it's not easy to plan that weather. Every throw that was off, it was just like, boo. And you hear that as a player and then you start to press and he just couldn't get it done. I I didn't feel like he played terrible. He missed some throws, but it was the pressure of he knew what was on the line. He knew if he didn't play well, um, what could it possibly be? But the Jets have to move on. It is just no way that. He would have to be perfect, he could win four or five games in a row. he played one bad game they're gonna boom' they they're just they're just gonna boom and the jets the jets fans act like they've been good all these years like boo like supporting but it, it it's over it, it's over in what's
2: what's what's in, what's interesting Hoosh, is that i I think you know the guys that wore the mike white t shirts like that's not being a good teammate like, who who does that I mean, it probably shows you what Zach is like behind closed doors, but still, you can't do it. Guy, obviously, was struggled with confidence, now the confidence is shot. And then, you know, I love that people consider themselves fans. If you're really a fan of a team and he wears your uniform, you, you made it impossible. You made, a, you, you, you made a, a, an opportunity that he would normally have, uh, which was a very slim chance of turning it around impossible because you just, you can't overcome when your own home fans have completely turned on you. There's just no way. Doug,
3: the the sport, any sport, but fans, they support us. Like, I've always, when I was playing, even to this day, if you want to take a picture, I'm going to take a picture. If you want an autograph, I'll take an autograph. It's no time. Like, that's not like, oh, I have something to do. It's going to take 20, 30 seconds, whatever it may be. But a lot of fans really think that they love the game or they want to win more than the players it, it's it, you don't like but Zach Wilson he went when he said um no I didn't let the team down no i i what, that was the beginning of the end you oh, no question no question. To, you have to accept accountability, and he did that after the fact, but it was too late
2: no there's there's listen there's no question that's he had probably was teetering on losing the locker room and completely lost it after that. And it was it was laughably bad. That was after New England loss. And yes, again, bad weather, but he missed so so badly and looked so completely lost. I get it. And I understand like you're a fan, you're allowed to be upset. You're like you're like like look dude, I went all in on Zach Wilson, the guy stinks. I get it. We're we're all in that. But, but you the, know the, when the, teams the,
3: say they went all in, like it's not when I was getting drafted and quarterbacks were getting sixty, seventy million. Uh you drafted a guy in the first round in the top five. It didn't pan out. Okay. Let's see if Mike White's the guy. And if he isn't,
2: let's see who we can draft again. Well, he I look I I think I think though if you're a Jets fan, okay, remember you're like, well, I thought it was I thought Sanchez was the dude and then he wasn't, or Gino, and then he wasn't, and then Darnold. I was all in on Darnold, and then he wasn't. Then it's Mike. My, so, my, so in many ways, you know, Wilson gets the you know what, because all these other dudes have been false prophets. And then, you know, you weren't really, you're like, I hadn't really seen him play. as was BYU, it was COVID year. He's just, you know, he's kind of, he looks like, He's more of a movie star than a football player. Whatever. I mean, you can again. If you're a hater, you can find anything you don't like to. Whether a guy can play or a guy can't play, none of that matters. I think it's a culmination of things. I really do. But yes, they gotta, they gotta move on.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: All right, everybody.
5: Include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies.
4: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
2: what up doug Gottlieb TJ schman's out in for Dan Dennett's Dan patrick show fox sports radio who's good Good Christmas
3: really good Christmas man every year is uh has been really good um can't complain again like I said I just got up early started watching football this I told my wife man my kids are getting a little spoiled man like we my younger two they wake up and a lot of kids, at least when I was growing up, they go straight and want to open the presents right away. Man, my kids didn't care about opening no presents, man. They didn't care at all. We was like, y'all gonna open them now? Oh, we can. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll open them. Like we had to tell them, y'all go ahead and open them. But it wasn't a rush Wait, down there to get because it
2: because they didn't. They didn't need. There's nothing they needed.
3: Needed. Like I will say this, man. We, uh, my wife has like this little mailbox. It's like a little red mailbox. And she tells my two younger kids, they're 10 and 8, like, hey, you put your notes in there each night, Santa will come in and get the note and he'll give you a note back. So, you know, my kids were writing notes to Santa. We take the note when they go to bed and then my wife would write a note and put it in there and kind of tell them what they need to do to get the gifts that they want. And my daughter was coming to show me like, Dad, look. Santa sent me this. He, he wrote this note to me last night. And so they were excited about that part of it leading up to it. But Christmas comes. All the presents under the tree. It was just like, uh, y'all can go open them. I just remember when it was Christmas time. It was like, man, I couldn't wait to open the one or two gifts that I got. These kids here, at least mine, man, it was no, can we go open this? It was like, you guys go open the gifts now. It was just maybe they were different. just
2: well behaved, or maybe maybe it's you know, you should have had their their nannies each. Yeah, you know, each of your kids has their own nanny. Yeah, maybe right. you should have Maybe you should have their nannies open the gifts for them. I think that's, um, you know, or maybe if you could if they have an app where you could press the button on the app and the app could make the gift open, that would make them open it, <laughs> open, it Man, open it, open it more.
3: Different day and time. I will say that that that's for certain. You know, but what's I, what, what, go ahead. I, I, I. Would like to have wished everyone, you know, albeit a late Merry Christmas. Hope everybody uh had a great day with with family and friends. And at this, just being healthy, waking up, uh, seeing another day, and your family is healthy and everybody's okay. That's a blessing within itself.
2: No, no question about it. No question about it. And 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 this is another one. People, oh man, I want a white Christmas with cold. How, how no. many, uh, how many people who are are listening? <laughs> We're cold. I mean, it was 75 degrees yesterday in Southern California. It's one of those days. It's like, you know, I get it. Traffic's not great. Smog. Different counties, different COVID restrictions over the past couple years. But 75 and sunny on Christmas does not suck in, in any way. Duh. And anyway, and everybody goes Especially like, oh man, I wish across it
3: was, the uh, country was yes, going that's on. A, that's Ooh. what I'm saying.
2: Oh, I, I, yeah, I wish it was cold. Feel like more like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. Felt plenty like Christmas here. We're good. We're, we're, we're good. Uh, Hoosh, let's look. I, I think in the NFC, it feels like two teams can win the thing. Right? If two teams can get to it, may, maybe three. I, I don't know. I don't know where you are in the NFC, but the who's your, who Who's your possible? <laughs> Uh, I would say Eagles and Niners with the Cowboys is the possible.
3: I would kind of somewhat agree. The Cowboys were a possible, but I don't even know if I would consider them a possible moving forward.
2: Packers or maybe like, I again, I don't think they're at the level of the Eagles or the Niners. I don't the think Niners, the Packers
3: are going to make it. To the I playoffs? They, yeah, I don't think the Packers get in. Really, they'll lose either to the Vikings or the Detroit Lions. They'll lose one of these next two games.
2: All right, well, but if the okay, so if they don't make the playoffs, the Lions—they're not beating anybody in the big in the playoffs, are they? Nah,
3: the the way Carolina just—they outmanned them. They they just said we're gonna run the ball down your throats, as you said earlier, over two hundred yards in the first half. No, I, I don't see the Lions. Uh, Beating the team. But I do like what Dan Campbell has done with Detroit Lions. I, I really do.
2: Oh, I mean, like, I, I think it's impossible not to. You know, they've still won six out of the last eight games. Uh, they finished up in Green Bay. I mean, really, it comes down to if Green Bay wins this week, they they play to get in next week, right? In Green Bay?
3: week Playoff game before the playoffs. That's going to be awesome.
2: awesome. Anyway, okay, so, but we would agree that the Eagles and Niners – those are two. Those teams are such stacked roster. The difference, obviously, is Purdy's inexperience. Although Jalen Hurts has playoff experience, just not good playoff experience. Uh, but those are the two teams you think could get the Super Bowl, right? Most, very, most likely, it's a substantial drop-off after those two. Is that fair? I 100% agree with you. Okay. In the AFC, it's a little different, right? It, it looks like there are three teams... And you and I are both agree that if the Chargers were fully healthy, maybe, but they're not fully healthy and they're not yet in the playoffs. So, and then you have the Ravens who, they just figure out ways to win games, but no one seems to be impressed, even though they're playing without Lamar Jackson. Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. Um, do you put the Ravens or Chargers in that mix? I mean, th- that whole thing is really, really interesting because the Bills, they beaten the Chiefs the past two regular seasons probably should should have beaten them last year in the playoffs. And then you have the Bengals who have beaten the Chiefs, beat them in the playoffs on the road, and yet I still think that people have their most faith in the Chiefs because of Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes.
3: The AFC is pretty much uh, what you prefer, who you like, uh, your biases, <laughs> to be honest with you, because you, you said the Chiefs, I'm oh, okay. You said the Bills and the Bengals as well. Yeah, okay. I could see all of those teams um, coming out. And you speak of the Chargers and the Ravens. If they're playing their best football, they can just beat the teams we spoke of because they're that talented. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are going to be competitive in every game because he presents just a different dynamic than what you're used to. And speaking of – the Chargers, as long as Herbert is under center and when they – Khalil Mack has played extremely well. If Bosa can get back and be himself, what do you do? And and, and so the AFC, it really is a toss-up who can stay healthy, who can play their best football when it's needed. I don't like – before the season started, Doug, I picked the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles to be in a Super Bowl. Really? That was my pick. See, people let me. So, I don't know if you know this. You know the last two seasons, I've picked a Super Bowl winner prior to the season. And this is all documented on Fox Sports Radio. This is all documented. I picked a Super Bowl winner prior to the season. So, this year, I had the Bills and the Eagles – with the Bills winning, I'm not too confident in my pick. Von Miller gets hurt, Josh Allen gets hurt, and Von is out. And so I'm not overly confident in that pick. But in the AFC, I literally can see four to five teams coming out. It's just a matter of who can stay healthy and who can get the ball just to bounce their way. Who can get a call that we're going to watch, which we know is going to happen, and say – How'd you make that call? Like it, it happens all the time. Um, luck favors the prepared.
2: All right, so so you're you're doing a little doing a little victory lap on it, and I, and you're right. I mean, I look. Most people uh, when, when on, on my show on the Doug Gottlieb show, I we had on a ton of people, and everyone who went to the camp said the bills appear to be a little bit better than everybody else, and that has played
3: out. As, I'm gonna be a homer, stuff. Doug. I'm gonna be a homer to be honest with you, and I, I know it's. I know it's tough to continue to get to the Super Bowl year in and year out, but if the Bengals are playing their best, who's going to beat them? Now, I know Lyle Collins is out now. He tore his ACL. That, that, yep. that hurts because that offensive line was starting to gel and play better for the Bengals. Correct. But when you talk about, and we spoke of this in the first hour, or I did, coaching, you tell me a coaching staff – that makes adjustments at halftime, like the Bengals' coaching staff. They shut teams out in the second half. And they've been doing it now for a year straight where they make adjustments at halftime and the opposing team and coaches, they can't score. And so if the Bengals are playing well and they're healthy, you can't play them single high because Burrow is so accurate and the receivers are going to win. That defense with DJ Reader in the middle is gonna be some really and we, we could possibly see an AFC championship game preview next Monday. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Bills Bengals. And, and so they've already beaten the Chiefs who you, you spoke of of could possibly get there. They lost to the Ravens, but they play the Ravens again last game of the season. Football at this time of the year, when you're playing meaningful games, is nothing like it.
2: No, it's it's going to be interesting because obviously right now you know they have the they have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs for home field advantage throughout, but the back end of their schedules, you pointed out, you know you got to go to Cincinnati, it's tough. It is tough. Whereas the the Chiefs, what they what they have left is Broncos at home, and then they go to the Raiders, uh, two teams who are. I don't know if the Raiders are officially not officially out of the playoffs, but unofficially out of the out of the playoffs. After. Have,
3: can you recall a season like you like the Raiders have had, winning so many games just to lose them? I, I can't recall a season where I've watched a team have a lead in so many of their games. Just to give it up. I'm sorry, Doug. I just
2: I, no, no, no. I mean, I, Falcons fans will tell you that this year has been like a comedy of errors with the ways they they've lost games. But no, the Raiders thing is what a debacle, right? Another another blown lead, another loss after it felt like they had righted the ship for a while. Now they've lost two out of three. They got the Niners and the Chiefs left. <laughs> Good luck with that. Outside Good of that, luck. Mrs. Lincoln, how is how is the show this season? Not not going all that well. Have I? I cannot recall one. I I just can't.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
5: And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
4: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Terms and conditions apply.
2: TJ on, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Wishing you and yours the uh, merriest of Christmases, happy New Year, and don't give me this. You can't wish you Merry Christmas. It's the 26th. Like, yeah, I can. It's not The Price is Right, right? Like, we win a day over. It's okay. It's 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 really okay. Got Broncos infighting on sidelines. That's ah, to be expected. Who I I actually like 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 this story. We get Deshaun King is going to join us. Of course, former uh. Uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers starting quarterback, Sean Kang will join us in, in moments. Did you, how much NBA did you watch this weekend? Hush? Cause as you said, a ton of football, I was in mostly football mode as, as well. Did you watch any of the, cause it used to be Christmas day used to be all NBA. And obviously some of it's how the schedules fill, but a lot of it also is, uh, is the fact the NFL is decided we'll just take every day. How much did you watch?
3: I watched a decent amount I was going back and forth mainly with the football and then obviously when the games ended or it was halftime for sure when it was halftime I would watch the NBA games but I watched pretty much the entirety of a Phoenix and Denver really good game yeah that was that was a really good game um I was watching the Lakers and the Mavs, and I got. Did kind you watch of,
2: any of the Warriors and the Grizz? Okay, which is. I did.
3: I, I did watch some of that. Man, that was almost like a playoff game. The way it was, they be going at it. Yes, they go at it. Yes, and ja for the Grizzly t- to lose with Steph not even playing, it's It was It wasn't. It, it, wasn't it wasn't like it
2: was. It wasn't like it was a one or two point loss. Grizzlies were nine of thirty nine from three. That'll get you beat. Um. Uh, whereas uh, we found Jordan Poole had 32, Clay Thompson had 24, but on 25 shots.
3: I mean, Jordan Poole had 32 and he got ejected where I believe was like nine minutes left in the game. Yes,
2: yes. But Ty Jerome, Moses Moody, Anthony Lamb, they all came in and, and helped out. It's really, the difference is really the bench.
3: Warriors are deep, man. When when you Kuminga, Moody, and Ty Jerome, I remember him when he played at Virginia, and, and so. They 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 just have a good team. The Warriors are a good team led by a good coach and Steve Kerr. And for the Grizzlies to be at full strength and lose to a team that you've done all this talking, you want to overtake them, and they didn't have their best player. And so mentally for them, it's like oh, that's yeah, a, a
2: buzzkill. No, it's a it's a it's a, it's a real hard one. Um. It was a, as you mentioned, playoff game because it felt chippy, right? And there was a couple times when Clay Thompson, I mean, the the level of trash talk reached 1980s and 90s level of trash talk. Here's Clay after the game.
1: Man, they was talking about dynasty and all that. You can't talk (laughs) dynasty when you haven't won before. I don't think people realize how hard that is, the commitment and sacrifice it takes. I mean, you got to sacrifice your body. And I thought that was premature talk, you know, to talk, to even mention that word. But they bring the best out of us, and I think we do the same. And uh, if you know you don't like them, you got to respect them because they're a threat.
2: All right, there. You go. I mean, the, the ultimate respect is a championship team saying they're a threat, but the the Grizzlies. I mean, it was a, it was a day where John Morant, they uh, they showed his new sneakers that are coming out in April, right? Christmas Day game, you get the Warriors. There's no staff and then you get then you get beat pretty handily. That that is, as you point out, that's a that's a buzz kill. That's you know what that is. That's waiting for something and my son's had this right where you get you're like oh man all I want is this one present. you get it and you use it for like half the day and it breaks you know Listen. i did the first time we ever got a drone i remember i flew the drone over the house and was doing all this aerial stuff and then i didn't know what i was doing and crashed the drone it did not make it to december 26th
3: that's what clay said you're talking to dynasty what have y'all won do you guys have a team full of good young players Yes you do. But what does that mean if you haven't won anything? And Clay's actually a really good interview, man. He kind of is real organic. Just kind of says what's on his mind. But when you think about the Grizzlies are a really talented team, but they haven't won anything in the West is the Pelicans are a really good young talented team as well. So are the Nuggets. So are the Mavericks. And so every season is going to be ebbs and flows for all the good teams. But you got to win first. You got to win. I know they asked John Morant, uh, who's your competition? Who are you worried about? Nobody
2: the Boston, in the West.
3: The Boston yeah, Celtics. they yeah, like, wait, wait, wait. You,
2: you got to get there
3: first. You, 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 you. you you must earn the right to play the Boston Celtics if you guys can do it. So who's so he didn't even bring up a team at a Western Conference. And you like the confidence, but it needs to be a little more realistic. Let, let's, uh, let's win our side first. And the Warriors, with them being champion time and time, that, they're a dynasty. Let's get to an NBA final. Let's beat some of these teams and win some of these series that we're not supposed to win, then you can talk like that
2: t j husband's uh, and doug Gottliebman for dan and Dan etzer and the dan patrick show no it's i mean it's it's almost comical right where you're just sitting there going, fellas, relax a little bit, you know gotta win something first the, i think the the worst part is maybe the worst part is it's it's like the old um Uh, You know the old adage: you can you can talk the talk, but you got to walk the walk. I got no problem with them running it, but you you can't you can't get beat by the Warriors without Steph. And and you knew, regardless of how things go, you can't you just can't can't. Draymond Green got a technical from the bench,
3: (laughs) and then Steve Kerr got a technical. So that shows you right there that game meant a lot to Golden State. It meant a lot, even though Steph wasn't playing. It meant a lot. And so they were ready to play. And when you're Memphis, when you see that, that Draymond Green got a technical from the bench, then Steve Kerr, Jordan Poole gets ejected, hadn't been ejected in his entire career. They were ready to play. They marked this game on the calendar, even though Steph wasn't playing, as you said. They were ready to play to let them know we still the big brother. One of yeah. our best player, we gonna put you in your place. Yeah, and and they did mu- that.
2: And as much as people could freak out because they're two games below five hundred, I don't think anybody's freaking out because we've all realized that the NBA regular season really doesn't matter except for some of these, you know, kind of cologne games where you, you, you know, you put it on only for the special nights. They have a run here of I think it's eight straight at home, several of which against some of the bottom teams, the Detroits, the Orlandos. Uh, of the world, Charlotte. Although Charlotte's a lot better with Lamelo than they were when Lamelo was out, but but still, they they should be on the right side. You would think the right side of five hundred when you get rid, get get through this, and then when Steph returns. But yeah, that was a. It's just the N NBA season is so different from the NFL season. Although maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe it shouldn't be because the NFL season now is so long and everybody's right around 500. You can sneak your way into the playoffs even if you don't have a great regular season, just like in the NBA. But in the NBA, you're really like, our right, Warriors are going to make the playoffs. Let's just see how they look in the big games as they get ready and get healthy and try and figure out what their lineup would be when they get there.
3: The Warriors, and, and this could be a good thing because and they have depth. Like, who would have thought on Christmas Day... Ty Jerome is going to give them the minutes and points and be so effective. Who would have thought that? And so you look at just – it's something about the way Steve Kerr coaches, his demeanor, his personality, that guys that don't get much time, they play well in big moments. He gives them the confidence to shoot the ball where they want to shoot it. He gives them a the confidence to, I can make a bad play and I don't have to look to see if I'm about to get subbed out. And I think being a former player, and not even being a former player, being a former player that was a backup, pretty much a career backup, he, he can relate to everybody. They they the, What the Warriors have done, and they drafted these guys. They It hasn't been, oh, we going to go get – LeBron and AD, we're gonna trade for him. We're gonna get him as free agents. Are we gonna trade? All these guys have been drafted and developed by Golden State. Started with Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr is taking it to another level.
2: Uh, TJ, let's let's get back to the NFL. So so tonight you got uh, you yeah, Chargers Colts. I don't I don't remember if we went we, we talked about the Jeff Saturday thing. Obviously they've lost a bunch of games and games, you know, you mentioned, Hey, can you remember team losing leads? Talking about the Raiders, the Colts come to mind. They've, they've lost some of these leads Uh, in this grand experiment. How do you think it's going?
3: Not well. I mean, it started off with a bang, obviously, but Matt Ryan is, uh, he's a big reason it hasn't gone well. Like there's just no way around it. He has played terrible. Like, Jonathan Taylor in and out of the lineup, that doesn't hurt. But Matt Ryan has not played like he's fumbling the ball, he's throwing interceptions. Um he hasn't helped the cause. I, I will say that, but you can't be up thirty three to zero. Mm. And lose a game man. I don't,
2: I, don't, I don't know I don't, I don't know you know who like let's welcome in Sean King who joins us of course uh, he joins us in the Tyrackcom studio Sean tour. King
3: wouldn't have gave up that lead I guarantee no. you that
2: of course you see him on Vison prime time Sh- Sean like isn't there a isn't there a mathematical equation where you just they can't get the ball back like I, I don't know how the Colts come back from from what the last time we saw them when they had a 33 nothing lead <laughs>
6: Well, here's what's interesting. Uh, they got a guy that they got off the PS5, like uh, who would be a good NFL coordinator list, calling the plays, and then Jeff Saturday was, was broadcasting. I mean, how? where does time management come with that group? Like, no one that could actually say, if we just run the ball every play in the second half, we probably win. But you got a guy that's never been a coach since the head coach. You got a guy that's never been a position coach since the OC. You know, that's the downside of the experiment that Jim Ursay is, you know, involved with. For as much as you may like it on one side, I'm sure Jeff is a great guy. I'm sure the players love him because he treats them right. As innovative and creative as PlayStation Parks may be, they don't have any experience. In, they don't have any experience in those situations.
3: Sean, man, how you doing? And you can catch Sean uh, weeknights on Veasan Veasan Prime Time, so you can listen to Sean spew his opinion every single night. Sean, looking at Matt Ryan in the way he's played, are you surprised that he's finally? going to the bench or you think he's earned the equity to continue to play bad and be part of the reason they're losing
6: well hold on first of all i'm not gonna let you guys disrespect old people like that okay like we just we're not going to do that i'm
3: That's right a with you though. That
6: we all, it's a it's a battle easy that we all have and that's the battle with age. And age don't give you a two-week notice. Tom Brady's battling it. Matt Ryan's battling it. We just saw Drew Brees lose. Like, these guys are 40-plus years old playing a game that's meant for young people. I'm fascinated by the fact that they're still even capable of a performance like that's the one sport where getting old is not a good thing. Okay.
3: Hey, but you know, Matt Ryan is nowhere. He's not forty. Matt Ryan is in his 30s still.
6: Man, have Matt- you seen him with his helmet off? Have you seen that hairline?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
6: Matt Ryan might say he's thirty. He really he's he moves like a
2: forty year old. He he moved like he he moved like he was forty when he was twenty. So now that he's in his thirties, he moves like a fifty year old. Okay, well, how about this one? Can you explain Russell Wilson at 34 playing this poorly?
6: Now, here's the thing with Russ. Russ is overachieved. Like, Russ was a, what, third-round pick, he went to Seattle, was supposed to be Matt Flynn's backup, who they had just played. I mean, paid uh, after the Green Bay stint. Right. And he's kind of overachieved. I think Russell was more perfect player, perfect situation that maxed out more so than high expectations, super elite. Can he live up to the expectations? So I think when you look at Russ, he's overachieved, and, you know, he tricked him. You know, Doug, you're a player, TJ. You know, we competed against each other. If you can trick an organization into giving you the kind of money that Russell has now, I mean, you're winning in life. I mean, some of these things, we just got to find the amusement and entertainment in them and enjoy it. Like, Russ is washed, as the kids say. And he just signed for, what, 180 guaranteed? Yes. I, I mean, that's a Denver problem. That's not a Russ problem. Like He's he he washing gold-plated right plates. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, 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 he's not very good. He's, we're not going to sit here and make excuses for him. He's a, he's a bad football player. But he got him.
2: Okay, Okay. Let, how, let, about, let. how about this one? I got I got one for you. Okay, Deshaun signed a $250 million guaranteed deal. Now, we give him a little bit of grace because Ian played football for a year and a half, right? And they're, right. Playing, they're playing in the freezing cold. But let's not act like he's come out there and, you know, it hasn't been Kurt Warner's greatest show on turf. How much of it is rust and weather and how much of it is, ooh, Deshaun outdoors in the cold may not be what he was thought to be.
6: I, this one, I'll probably travel a little more paces with Deshaun. You know, I think uh time you take that much time off from that sport at that position, that's not like a plug-and-play thing where all of a sudden you get back out there and the bullets are going fast and the plays coming in, blast, why bunch counter motion, Elf uh, counter motion, 7-2 crisscross, why swing X out? And if we get field pressure, we want to go 98 bunch crunch. Anything weak now, we're going to go 200 jet smoke. Like, to be able to verbalize the play calls, process the information, then execute physically, like, I felt like this would be a knock the rust off season. Man, for you Whenever just rattled off them plays the day,
3: like you still in the huddle or something. Like, you got a playbook handy.
6: Hey, listen, man, as man. much time as I put in trying to figure out what the <laughs> hell was going on, <laughs> and, and, Doug, and, and we haven't even talked about, okay, how do I protect myself? After I called that play, I address to the other guys, okay, what I'm thinking if we have pressure. Now I've got to get to the line of scrimmage and make sure that this pass protection is set the right way so I don't get my block knocked off. Like, I figure at that position, the quarterback spot, Being off that long, long new system, it's going to take a while for him to look like Deshaun Watson of old. If you're a Cleveland Brown fan, you just hope that week one next year, you guys are all rowing in the same direction. And I'm talking Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, and Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's kind of emerged as a legitimate number two.
3: Let's stay with the quarterbacks. And you, you, you speak of new system. A guy played extremely well last year and considering all the things that went wrong in Las Vegas and Derek Carr with the John Gruen situation, the Henry Ruggs tragedy, played extremely well. Derek Carr looks like a shell of himself this year. Can you explain what's going on and why that, why that could be the case?
6: Uh, are either one of you Wire fans?
3: Yes. I am. Yes.
6: So I'm a huge Wire fan. There's a scene in there where they're out hunting Omar, or they're either fighting Marla, one or two, and Stringer Bell tells them they're giving him too many 40-degree days. Derek Carr is a 40-degree day. You don't remember 40-degree days. Like, you remember when it's minus 11 because it's freezing, you remember when it was beautiful and sunny because he's a 40-degree day, and I don't think nothing changes if he stays in the Raiders organization. This is his, what, fourth head coach? I mean, they've surrounded him with Amari Cooper initially, uh, then Antonio Brown, even though that stint was uh, short. Now he has Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Josh, Josh Jacobs, and a contract year, Hunter Renfro. Sometimes I think change is good for both parties. And I just think because of the energy that the fan base has for Carr, he'll be better somewhere else. And I think another quarterback would be better here with the Raiders.
2: This is Tom Brady that quarterback?
6: Man, look, father time.
2: <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. But, like, do you think he wants to – as as much as you and I consider and go, like, man, Tom, you just hang him up and go on the TV and count that money. Like, th- that dude, he – he thinks this is his deal, right? I can prove everybody wrong. I can it's it's the it's the team, it's the organization. Put me back with Josh, I got those dudes to throw to, completely different story, right?
6: I mean, and, I can see, could see Could you see him convincing himself he could do it? No, well, that self-confidence is what's made him great. I mean, have you ever seen Tom Brady's combine picture in those great shorts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he I mean, he looked like he evaded the Michigan weight room for all four years, right? Like, I call him the greatest overachiever in the history of our game. I mean, how can you look at that picture and say this is going to be the winningest quarterback to ever put a helmet on? Like, so he has maxed out. And I just will say this. In a league that's really moving towards quarterbacks that have athletic ability— that right. can extend plays, that can create first downs with their legs. The quarterback that has a skill set of prime Tom Brady is rare. The quarterback that has a skill set of 45-year-old Tom Brady doesn't exist because it's not like he's going to a great offensive line right. if he comes to Vegas. He's still going to have some of those same pressure issues that he has in Tampa. And his functional mobility – is what has really diminished. His ability to push the ball down the field if he can't step into the throw has really diminished. So when when I'm saying he's getting old, I don't want people to misconstrue what I'm saying because he's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. He won one without Belichick. That will always elevate him even more. But if we're being honest about what we're seeing, we're looking at a quarterback with no functional mobility and with a fastball that he can only throw when everything's perfect.
2: Um, I, I'm going to ask you about one more before we let you go because this is too good of stuff. You're the Arizona Cardinals, okay? Kyler's under contract, so you've got to build around Kyler. But you're not going to have back Kyler until, I don't know, midseason next year. And he's coming off a knee. I mean, he'll be fine eventually, but the first year off the knee, you're a little, what do you do there? Like, do you fire the coach and change the system? But that's the system that's supposedly built for him. Like, what do you do if you're Arizona?
6: Well, me, I sell the team because I don't want the stress.
2: <laughs> it's, it's,
6: just, it's, it's just too much. I, I mean, they're in a catch twenty-two. I feel like they caved last year. I mean, I would have let Kyler pout. I mean, if you want to scrape your, your your social media and you know you you want to get in a, a public back and forth, we have you on the contract for two more years. It wasn't like he was going into the last year that rookie deal. He still had two years, and maybe even three. Four,
2: if four actually. Four, four if you count. I mean, it could have been two franchise tag years. So it's four years without no negotiation if they wanted.
6: Right. So he had no leverage. And I want every NFL player to get paid. However, I you asked me from the Cardinals organization standpoint, I wouldn't have gave in and paid him because I don't think you reward – entitled behavior by giving them more guaranteed money. It just creates more entitlement. And I'm not the kind of person that would throw shots without having that conversation with Kyler. I would sit Kyler down and I would say, maybe you don't understand what your reality is. But here's your reality. The intangible component of being great at quarterback does not exist within your current makeup. And if we're going to allocate this percentage of our cap, these amount of guaranteed dollars, I need you to make me comfortable in this upcoming season, not that you have the talent to win at a high level, but you have the intangible capacity to be the face of this organization. And I think if they'd have sat him down and presented it to him like that, what the hell are you going to say? That's I mean, if Patrick Peterson, one of the, Patrick Peterson, one of the greatest guys in the NFL, he had something that was unkind to say about Kyler Murray. Last part of this, because I know we, we might be up against it, yeah. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury comes back as coach because he can legitimately, if I'm Steve Clymer, am oh, Mr. B, well, he can walk in my office and say, listen, what I thought was going to happen was we we're going to have Kyler at quarterback, Zach Ertz at wide receiver, James Conner, Hollywood Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. That was going to be our starting group. And not one snap this year that we have that five together. So just based on that alone, Zach Ertz getting hurt, Kyler getting hurt, DeAndre coming off a suspension, Hollywood getting hurt, he'll probably get another year.
2: Great stuff, Sean. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call
4: 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments